1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man?
0: Doing pretty good. I uh, just snubbled, snubbled, shoveled some <laughs> snow out of my, in front of my house because
1: apparently I New Jersey weather show.
0: was not playing around. They said that we would get around 7 to 10 inches today, and I said, ha, fucking show me it, and then I looked out my then, window yeah. after finishing work, and then my mom was like, yeah, it's been snowing all morning, dude. I was like,
1: fuck! You went, ha! Show me, and the Mother Nature went, I.
0: It, it's literally like New Jersey weather. I bet. We've gone over this like I think last week. We did this like I. You always take it with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, sure, fucking a foot of snow. I'll wait and see. And Then it shows and up and you're just you like, you got got. I did, but thankfully <laughs> it's still powdery, so you know, it was it was easier. I'm a little, my nose is a little, uh, runny right now, but hey, I'll take mm-hmm. it over having to shovel seven feet of ice tomorrow or seven Fair. inches. Man, I'm all over the place today.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that'll be a blast. Oh, well, yeah. I think we, I, I think we got some good matches this week. We definitely I... have, we definitely have one that we both watched that we're very excited to talk about. that oh, We'll get to a little later. Yeah. Uh, but why don't, why don't we kick us off? I know it's been a minute. Uh, do you remember who started us off a couple I... of weeks
0: ago? Let me think. So, I believe that I was the last one we that we reviewed before we did the one where we both watched it together, which means. Okay. That if I, means that I went second.
1: Okay, so this time you go first.
0: Okay, so I decided to go... I have two matches this week. One, is, one is, was a quite short match because the oh, other yes, one... Well, yes, that's <laughs>
1: how this show goes. We both have two matches. That's how we usually do it.
0: <laughs> yes, this is how things work. But one match was really long, so the other one's a bit shorter. So I'm going to go with the shorter one for this one. I decided to watch La Rosa Negra versus Heidi Howitzer at Mission Pro Wrestling i almost watched this match really <laughs> yep you
1: know i'm very for interesting day. very interesting one of these days. we come we come close a lot oh, but, we do. Uh, actually no it wasn't this match specifically but i almost did watch a la rosa negra match which is kind of funny
0: we almost you almost watched that there was uh, there was a match i think it was the uh, oh, i remember now it was um it was ricochet versus oh no what's his name um uh oh my God, his name's on the top of my head. He's the Samoan guy with the tour of the islands.
1: Oh, uh, Ricochet, Rich, R- oh, Rich Cobb, Jeff
0: Cobb, Jeff, Jeff Cobb. Cobb, Jeff Cobb. That's it, yeah. Cobb. <laughs> yeah, that was the, you and I. You must watch that match. The week I watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But That's anywho, a good match.
0: Let's go with the match that I picked out for today. This match is very short, so I'm gonna go into a lot more detail for this match than the other match because the other match is 20 minutes long. Fair. Okay, so. Side note about this match, and I want more. Re- I wish refs more did this more. The ref in this match was wearing sunset uh, sunflower shorts, which I just thought was very nice, very nice. And I always like when promotions let the refs have like a personality or something like that makes them distinct from the crowd, like red shoes from New Japan or mm-hmm. just Aubrey's personality. Like I wish like refs had more of a personality a
1: lot more. You know what I mean? I I, I think I think AEW doing a lot with that. Yes, like we they have, are. We, I, th- I think we have we have good refs on AEW. Yes, like, we have we have Rick Knox. Um... Uh, oh my God, Bryce Remsburg, Aubrey Bryce. Edwards.
0: It's, I always like when I... It's just a fun thing I like. I wanted to mention my
1: my favorite Bryce Remsburg moment, real quick, just to do a quick uh, side uh, side tangent, is when he was at Joey Janela's spring break and he, oh, are... he refereed the match Invisible yeah. Man versus Invisible Stan. I was
0: hoping you talk about that.
1: And the entire time, he the the only way he was able to see them was because he had bad boy vision, where he just put on a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> That yeah. looks like the ones that Joey Janela wears. And he just put on a pair of those. And he ref the match of two invisible wrestlers the entire time. And it was just Bryce Remsberg putting on a show for everybody. And it was incredible. Yes, it was. It's a good match. It was indeed. <laughs> All right.
0: So the match starts off with the two going for a test of strength. But since Heidi is slightly taller and stronger, she decides to kind of mess with Lodorosa. Like she kind of mm-hmm. like switches her arms every time she goes to reach for it or keeps her arms just out of reach. She's going like, Ha, you're too short. Sucker. eventually la rosa gets sick and tired of this and she just kind of kicks heidi in the gut like when she has her hands up and then she just clobbers her with a forearm and then just kicks her in the corner and okay. then uh attacks her left arm using the ropes uh as i wrote i put a note down here because these notes for from a week ago uh before we decided we were going to do effies uh she's not playing around at all this match she was pissed hmm. or at least she put on the thing she was irritated that she did that she was she is angry angry woman, too angry to be stopped. Then she comes back to the corner. Heidi hits her with a series of chops, which didn't have as much impact as I would have loved. And then throws mm-hmm. La into the other corner and hits a running uppercut, and then a running forearm. She then starts the We Will Rock You beat for some reason, but I'm down for it. Hey, might as well, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Then hits a double hand chop to the chest, which is the uh, the Grizzly Magnum, as Keith Lee, as when Keith Lee does it, which doesn't get a ton of impact either. This whole time I was like, damn, that would be nice if they actually had impact. And then then after this oh god I forgot she yells it. she yells titty city titty city and then why? does the same open hand double chop except this time it had a ton of impact now I remember thinking to myself that's there you fucking go nice that probably hurt a lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> that probably sucked
0: so then Heidi follows us up with a huge German suplex after a clothesline from La Rosa. unfortunately mm-hmm. for her Larosa gets up and then connects with a few strikes before getting Heidi in a wrist lock and attacking the same left arm that she attacked at the very start of the match Mm-hmm. Lorosa then just okay. kicks the crap out of Heidi's hurt arm when she's on the ground before then pulling her injured arm into a Fujiwara, which Ooh. then makes worse by taking her open hand and grabs Heidi's hair and she just kind of yanks it back while she yanks her arm back. Okay. Nasty.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm.
0: Lorosa then then uh, mocks Heidi's arm and going like, ow, oh god, because yeah, apparently being made up for being short is <laughs> just- oh, oh no, my arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she just continues to just kick Heidi's arm, using the ropes to just, like, hurt her even more, like, you know, throwing it over the rope and then just pulling on it. There's a point where (laughs) she works over her arm again, right? Except Mm -hmm. this time, she's got her draped over the middle rope. And it's like she took the book of, like, what heels should do in all of wrestling and then was like, I'm going to do all of them. So she bites her hand, claws her eyes out, and then runs her face, like, chokes her on the ropes. And I'm just
1: like, she just did it all. Here's what I want to know real quick. Sure. If that book were to exist, <laughs> what what heals what heals should do? Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Who's hmm. who's the, who's the author of like the the
0: the text the heel textbook? I would say Chris Jericho because that man has
1: evolved himself so many times, and he's always. I ideal. was I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> it definitely has to be like Jericho or like MJF, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like Edge, if anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, good stuff, good stuff.
0: At this point, commentary actually mentions that this is a very different side of Odorosa that they haven't seen before. Because literally the last time they saw her, she was like dancing, just being a good, like, just a face. Mm -hmm. And now she's choking her out on the rope, uh, Heidi on the ropes, and just being, just, she's being brutal with her.
1: sounds like it. It it sounds
0: rough. Uh, mm, Yeah, she then uses a wrist lock to flip Heidi onto her back so that she could hit, then hit a duo of leg drops onto her. Finally, mm-hmm. though, Heidi gets a comeback for a bit with a, knee, with a knee to the gut, followed by a big boot to the chest. She then locks La Rosa in a bear hug, which she then transitions into a northern light suplex. Except, unfortunately for Heidi, this leads into the finish, where as she goes to pick up La Rosa, La Rosa trips her and puts her in a bow and arrow lock.
1: Okay, and then, what's that? Wait, wait, wait about. what's a bow and arrow
0: lock? A bow and arrow lock is when you, the, you, uh, one wrestler grabs the opponent by their chin, right? They then mm-hmm. grab both their legs and pull them back, and then they take both their knees and they put them into like the small of the person's back, and then they pull the legs and the uh, the chin backwards like a bow and arrow. Ow! <laughs> it's very painful looking. Sounds I... like it. I don't want. I don't want to ever be in something like that ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, tries the crowd might to get Heidi back into this. Like they started cheering, she just taps. She can't escape out of it. Like Laura so uh... just wins it.
1: Damn. Seems seems like a very sudden ending there almost. It was very uh, like I, I did say it was short. Yeah, you're, you, that that is fair. You <laughs> did mention that.
0: Uh, I give this match a meh. It was a good solid match. Like I honestly like I I would have liked for it to be longer. I would have been it would have been nice to see Heidi do probably a bit more offense, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Nothing doubtful, yeah. nothing bad. Just like a nice quick like oh, wrestling.
1: Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> ooh boy, wrestling. <laughs> I do love it. Uh, do love so, what him. do you what do you what do you give this match in terms of rating here? I think I said meh, a meh. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Solid. Nothing like enough, blowing
0: enough. me off. Nothing like blew me out of the water. Nothing,
1: nothing that made me go, this is this is terrible, man. Just, just okay. Stop. Okay. Thankfully. All right. So let's get to my first match of the night. Then we have Chris Statlander taking on Davy N. I know from a... Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I said I know Chris. I've never heard of that. The other wrestler, but. Davy Davy N is a pretty prominent women's wrestler. I think we actually did see Davy N at the Collective during the Shimmer event. I'm gonna look this. I up. I believe she had a match. Um, yeah, you looked that up. I'll get into it. Uh, it was it was Women's Wrestling Revolution on Beyond Wrestling's YouTube channel. We got these two taking taking each other on in a match, and this match was pretty good. Mm. Uh, it, it was it was a little short, but like like just like yours, but it was it was solid. Um. These two start off like the match immediately by just like I think Davian slaps Statlander, and then just they went back and forth with just slaps. And it looks like it <laughs> looks like uh, Chris Statlander starts laughing, and she has to like hide her face for a second to get herself <laughs> together because it looks like while she's getting slapped, she just has this like huge smile on her face, like she can't stop laughing about it. Uh,
0: <laughs> by uh, the way, I looked her up. We did see a match with her.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought so.
0: I I, I recognize the name. I definitely remember I, when I saw her. Uh, which I uh, saw her face, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah I know. Yeah, I've definitely watched her wrestle." Mm-hmm.
1: Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in this match, Davy N. We we talked about being not all like we talked about before how in your match. Uh, La was like no nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Davien N was in this match.
0: Oh. Davy N was
1: no nonsense, absolutely. Like every time Statlander wanted to do something, she was like, "No, I'm going to elbow you, or slam you, or just wreck you, whatever." You know, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna beat the crap out of you and pin you and end this match. That that was Davien's N's mindset in this one. I feel like fair enough. Uh, it was the old speed versus power too. You know, Chris Statlander trying to go fast, trying to be energetic trying to get the uh athleticism. Mm-hmm. And uh Davien is just trying to slow that down and just really power through this one. Fair enough. Um yeah, this one this one was just really this match was just really good. These two just absolutely like kicked the snot out of each other. There was one cool point where uh uh Chris Statliner does like a what do you, what it's not like a like a, s I can't re- I can't remember the name of the move. But like you have him by the chin and you like throw him over your shoulder. Oh. Oh man, hold on! It's I like know- a really simple wrestling move that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, but, I know- like everybody does. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so she does that. Uh, Davian rolls through into the corner, and then uh, Statlander rushes at her with a boot. Davian dodges it and like pushes her away, and then Statland and. She goes, and, like, she falls to her knees because she's, like, a little tired. Mm-hmm. So, like, actually, like she, like, puts she puts all of her energy into shoving like, Statlander away. Statlander does, like, a back roll and just stands back up and just rocks her with a knee. Ooh. <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh, this is, oh! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Just right in the face. Uh, there was one point where, um... Statlander was like on the apron but she mm-hmm. was like laying underneath the ropes and she was like hanging over the apron. Yeah. And Davian was on the outside just throwing big boots at her. Oh my god. <laughs> Hit her with like three or four in a row and just absolutely like knocked Statlander out. It was crazy. Mm. Um then there was a then there was a funny spot where uh Statlander had Davian in the middle of the ring sitting down and she grabs both of her hands sticks him in her mouth, and then gives makes Davienne gives herself a double wet willy, and then just kicks her in the back of the head. Ow. That's,
0: yeah. That's some cruel form of punishment if I've ever heard of one.
1: Yeah, it was like funny, and then it was like, it was like, ha, huh, two wet willy, oh, no! Oh, you just kicked her lights out, Jesus! That seems like the theme of what you told me so far, of like, oh, okay, oh, oh, god! Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, okay, that's a cool spot that all of a sudden just like, some big, gigantic kick happens. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and the, the the end is like uh, a sequence where they're doing some rope running spots, and then uh, uh, Chris Statlander ends up getting like a like a spinning like a jumping spinning heel kick or something like that, uh, which ends up getting her the victory. Mm. And Chris Statlander wins this one over Davian. This match was good. I'm um I really liked it. These two like really played their parts well. Uh, Davian was a wonderful heel. Uh, Chris Statlander was good like underdog. Uh, and there was a one point where the crowd was chanting like E.T. phone home <laughs> E.T. phone home Which was really funny oh, wow. Um, And Davian was shutting that down Dave, Like Davian was just a great heel in this match She was just really playing the crowd Really making sure they knew that she was She was not here for any of Chris Statlander's Alien nonsense They just don't uh,
0: understand man, she's a fucking alien She'll kick your ass
1: yeah, yeah. There was one point where Davy N just yelled at Statlander, where she was like, "Do you do you even know how to lock up?" Uh, like, <laughs> and then Chris Statlander just goes like, she like raises her hand. She's like, "Yeah, it's like this thing, right?" <laughs> um, it was just good. Uh, I give this one a high meh. These two really put on a solid show. Nice. Uh, didn't break that. Didn't break that threshold for me, but the match wasn't bad even in the slightest. Uh, I really liked it. Both both very good women's wrestlers. Both very good wrestlers in general. Uh, so I and when you put these two in a match together It was bound to be pretty solid Fair enough Alright so let's get to your second match Of the day Oh boy this
0: fucking match I was in the mood for a Sammy Guevara match
1: Ooh, Sammy
0: fun. has been my boy in AEW Since day one when he had the first match With And I love the guy since I've seen him I haven't kept up with AEW But every time I see Sammy doing something It always looks great So I was like, I'm going to find a match of his. And I decided to do Sammy Guevara versus Zack Sabre Jr. at VIP Wrestling.
1: Oh, nice. This
0: was an amazing match that happened right after the Cruiserweight Classic and WWE concluded. Because I forgot, actually, that Zack Sabre Jr. was in that. The story... oh, oh, what?
1: Oh, he was? Wasn't yeah, he?
0: he was in like, the quarterfinals or like the semis. He didn't get to the finals, if I recall correctly. He might have gotten to the finals. He got far in the tournament, which, I mean, if you've seen Zach Sabre Jr. wrestle, you know why. Mm-hmm. So this, and this actually goes to the story for this match. The story was that Sabre Jr. just competed in it, and that like, you know, he had done well. And Sammy was alleging that he had stolen his spot because he believed he should have been in that match. Because
1: oh, that's interesting. That, that's a cool storyline already off the bat, giving this match immediate stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, this is also
0: for, um, I forgot the name of the belt, but it's a long, hold on, it was a long ass <laughs> name for a belt. It was like a belt, because Sammy was walking in as the champ, and he wanted to prove that he was, the one. hold on, what's the name of this? What's the... I'm trying to think of what the name of this belt is. I have no idea, my dude, I didn't watch the match. I just listened to it. It's the Smash Mouth Wrestling Bull of the Woods Championship. That's why That's it's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Sammy was the champ walking into this.
1: So gotcha. the okay. crowd
0: was very half and half for the for each wrestler in this match. Half the crowd loves Sammy, half the crowd hated him. Half the crowd loves David Jr., the other half hate, uh, hated him. It's like it was half and half. And I love when crowds are half mm-hmm. and half for each wrestler, because it really makes them both like it just makes the performance much better, in my opinion. Yes.
1: Yes, you can tell that each, both wrestlers have their fans in the crowd, and it's, it's really, I, I don't know, I, like, I also like when it's not just, like, clear heel face, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a nice dynamic that, uh, I mean, like, granted,
0: don't get me wrong, I love me when a crowd absolutely despises a heel and loves the face to death, but, like, it's, oh, a, nice yeah. it's, a, it's a nice dichotomy to it. Mm-hmm. Alright. It's a, it's a nice change, for sure. Exactly. So as I said before, this match is twenty plus minutes. So I'm not going to go into super detail about certain portions of it because certain portions of it are like long of like similar ish wrestling. But it's all really well executed. Mm-hmm. So the match starts off. The two just beat the shit out of each other to start the match because like there is there is heat. Like from you could tell like right from the start of it that each of them is like like Sammy is like not. He's like I'm here to prove it. You're not better than me. And Zack Saber's like all right, whatever. Come on, mm-hmm. come on then. Uh, bring it the two then take each other to the mat which leads to a really well executed technical standoff between saber jr and sammy the two exchange holds reverse holds and and like going into this commentary notes that they're actually surprised that sammy's going to head to head with saber jr in what is basically his forte which is technical rest mat wrestling where sammy is more known for high flying stuff and they're so, and the way they've kind of put like, the way they kind of framed it which i like is that they were like that sammy was like nah I'm better than you. I deserve to be in there. I'm going to show you that I can take you head-to-head with your own type of wrestling, and I can stand toe-to-toe with you. And I love it. So now some notable points in this exchange. There's actually a point where um, Sammy actually opens up a few of Sabre Jr.'s own, like, holds on him, which commentary notes, which I would not have noted. And I was like, oh, wow, he's just, like, flexing on Sabre Jr. with his own holds on him. <laughs> just to show, like, how much homework he's done for each of his ma- on him for his matches.
1: I love when wrestlers steal each other's moves. It's not mm-hmm. done enough.
0: I think if I recall correctly right after that, Sabre Jr. immediately gets out of it And it's like, all right, you little fucker. Like, you little shit. You're going to fucking <laughs> put my own hold in me? All right. All right, let's fucking go.
1: C S A not happy.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. He there. Th- you could tell, like, as this match got further on, with him kind of skipping ahead. Like, Sabre Jr., like, the respectable Sabre Jr. being like, all right, let's have a match. Went from, like, respectable to, all right, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I'm going
1: to win because I'm not losing to you. I love it. I love it. I love the fire that, got, mm. that gets lit under him.
0: Another thing that I thought was nice was uh, that they, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, but there, were, while Sammy did stand toe-to-toe with Sabre Jr., at certain points, it is very clear that Sabre Jr. is much more proficient in this style of wrestling. Like, there are points where, like Sammy will like put a hold in, right? And only for Sabre mm-hmm. Jr. to immediately get out of and put his own in. And I like that, because it showed that while Sammy is good at technical wrestling for this match, he isn't at the level of Sabre Jr. to be able to get out of a hold like that if he's, like, like, yeah. yeah, and I like that. It put character with Sammy of really try- of him really trying to like show he's the man with the shit.
1: Yeah, it's like Sammy's good, but he's not ZSJ good. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Oh man. Okay. So, all right. I'm gonna read this out loud because last week Zach was really happy with the spot. So this week Zach's going to read this out. So there was a spot <laughs> that I that it that uh, last week Zach wanted to point out because it was apparently my favorite hold of this entire technical standoff. Because it's right after the two come up for air, after technically wrestling since the start of the match, it's just like five plus minutes of just straight wrestling. The two finally come up for air, and I was like, holy shit, that was a fucking sequence. So
1: mm-hmm. Sammy
0: gets Sabre Jr. cinched in a single leg crab, and he's really working it over, right? hmm Sabre Jr. is able to actually turn, s- turn like around and get Sammy's leg in the lock and reverse the hold on him, right? And tie his legs up. So now he's standing on his two feet with Sammy's legs both, his legs are, like, tied up in, like, kind of like a, um... It's like both his legs are tied up in... It's like a... It's like, um... How do I want to describe this? It's like a... Oh, you know a still life finisher the Venus Flytrap? Yes. It's like that, except Sabre Jr.'s standing on top of both his legs and they're tied up. And he's like... And then he does a bridging, like, figure-four-esque move where he uses his head to balance himself, and then as he's doing it, he just flips Sammy the double birds as Sammy is screaming in pain (laughs) as he's working over both his legs. Jeez. Awesome! I think I saw that when the uh, match I did with um Robbie Eagles and uh, Sabre Jr. It's always a cool looking spot. Oh yeah. So then after Robbie this... Eagles is
1: and I, I I love that that I... whole you know what we we'll, won't we'll, we'll, we'll get into that match because that match was insane. But that just nuts. Watch that episode. We by talked the way. about it already. Mikey yeah, go check it match, out.
0: And I reviewed that match too because he gave it to me. Fucking awesome match.
1: Oh yeah! What a what a goddamn show. Mm-hmm. So after this anyway, match... sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Oh,
0: it's fine. I- I'm fine with it. This is, like, it's nice being able to talk with you and, like, you know, it's like <laughs> conversations ebb and flow, as they say. Yes. So the match now really starts to pick up after Sammy gets out of this and, like, Irish whips Sabre off the ropes, tries to leapfrog him. Sabre Jr. catches him his leg mid-jump and slams him to the map on his leg again. Like, he's really working over Sammy's leg here because, you know, Sammy's high flyer. Need your legs to yep, jump. Yeah, makes sense. We get some really nasty joint manipulation on the injured leg by Sabre Jr., which he then falls up by... Oh, God. Because, like, he's turning over Sammy's ankle and, like, really, like, just working over this leg. So Sammy's now on his, like, on his belly as he's, like, getting his one leg worked over. And Saber Jr. eventually gets sick and tired of this. Like, he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm done with this. And he holds his, he grabs the back of, he holds the leg in his hand, he looks at Sammy, and then he just starts to stomp on the back of his head while he holds (sighs) his leg up in, like, this really nasty position. And then he locks in Another single leg Boston crab, and then promptly slams the leg on the mat when he has to break the Because He's standing on Sammy's head basically at this point, while he's got the, the Boston crab locked in. Yikes! Like it's just like wow. Like you could basically like, you could tell like he went from like all right, this is a respectful match to I'm you disrespectful. I'm done. It's to, not respectful done. anymore. It's not respectful anymore. I'm winning this. <laughs> so eventually, Guevara is able to come back off an Irish trip by leapfrogging over Saber Jr., back flipping over him, and then drop kicking him in the face. Mm-hmm. Sammy immediately gets on Saber Jr. Because at this point, he's been on him for, like, the last ten minutes, like, five minutes. And he just stomps on him while he's down. Because it's just like a payback. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, man.
0: <laughs> Sammy's able to stay in control for a bit. Until we get to this nasty spot where Saber is able to grab Sammy's arm and twist it so his wrist is up. Then he uses his feet to keep his arm locked up, so his wrist is now up in the air, pointing towards the air, and he's got both his legs locking his arm in, like straight out. And then he just kicks him right in like near the elbow, so and it makes a real pop, loud popping sound, which is probably him slapping his thigh. But at the time, you could probably mistake it for him breaking his arm <sighs>
1: or his wrist. Zack Sabre Jr., man, hurts people in ways you never heard of before. This was,
0: like, some, like, Shayna Baszler and, like, Pete Dunn level of, like, man- joint manipulation. Joint manipulation. And Oof. there were more right after this, too, because he worked right over Sammy's injured arm again, too. And Sammy the whole time, by the way, is selling this, like, death. Like, anyone should. Like, his arm is being literally broken bit by bit. Which is great. Oh I love when, when uh, faces sell it really well, because it's like, yeah. And, like, Sammy has points in this match, too, where he, like, really sells, like, what's being used on him. Like, because at this point now, Saber's now focusing on the arm of him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a point where Sammy is on the ground by the ropes, and <laughs> Sabre Jr. kicks him, right? Like, right in his injured arm, and the ref tells him to stop. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, and then he backs off before promptly walking over to Sammy and drop-kicking him in his injured arm onto the outside. Ooh. Then walks over to the barricade, and it's like one of those metal railing barricades with, like, the vertical bars. He takes Sammy's arm, he wraps it around the top pole, and he just starts yanking on it while he's on the outside. I'm just like, bruh it's like
1: shit bruh yeah
0: it was literally like a bruh dude that <laughs> fuck dude and eventually sammy gets into the ring and drags himself to his feet with one arm there's even a point here where i'm pretty sure sammy starts to get up on his arm realizes his hurt like all, like falls for a second and catches himself with his other arm just hold on oh god <laughs> yeah exactly and uh so, at this point, Sammy's, like, crawling his way up. Like, he's literally hanging off the middle rope by one arm. And Sabre Jr.'s standing there, and he's like, all right, come on, hit me. Because Sabre Jr. is, you know, a cocky little shit sometimes. And he's like, yeah, you're not even working. <laughs> sure, sure, this is not wrong. <laughs> and, uh, so, oh, man. Like, so the thing is, like, unfortunately, a one-armed kick from a leg that's been worked over the match, combined with the fact that he can only really swing with one arm, doesn't really do much, and Sammy tries to hit Sabre Jr., and he does hit him, but it doesn't have much power behind it. So then Sabre Jr. decides, all right, I've had enough of this. And he just kicks Sammy in his injured arm and sends him back to the mat. <laughs> all
1: right, you know what? You, you tried hard enough, Sammy.
0: Go, Go back, back to down, the mat please. now. Yeah. And then twice after this, Sammy hoists. So Sabre Jr. hoists Sammy into the air by his injured arm. Like, you know, the, like the Undertaker, like, you know, when he, like, skins the cat, re-holds the guy arm in a, in a wrist lock? It's yeah, like that, except, uh, yeah, except instead Saber Jr. has his, him holding him by the wrist lock, but he pushes him up in the air by the one arm. So he's just, oh, like, okay. so he's just up in the air being held up by his injured arm.
1: Oh, no. Does it, no. Once, does it oh, twice. No.
0: And on the third time, though, Sammy counters it by landing on his feet when he goes to drop him on him again. Forearms Saber Jr. into the corner, hits a jumping knee, and sends Saber Jr. to the outside, and then follows it with an over-the-top rope backflip, which I think is like a toe-fake on or something like that. Mm-hmm. awesome that was the shit that i was like this i was like that's the shit from sammy that i'm expecting i'm like let's fucking go i get this cool spot after this where sammy goes for a moonsault on a uh, saber jr he's on the ground right
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh saber jr moves he lands on his feet he does a standing backflip but saber jr moves again so he lands on his feet again and then he finally hits him with a standing shooting star press like finally after all of that finally
1: because saber
0: jr was wily to not get hit with this Sammy then picks Saber Jr. up into a fireman's carry. He does a few squats, as, as Sammy does. But uh, Saber Jr. counters it with what I can only describe... Oh, God, I'm reading this now. What is a combination of an octopus and a rings of Saturn hold. Okay. So he wraps his leg around his head. Gets his one leg held like, in like a hole where he's... Now, basically, Sammy's not contorted. He's got himself all holed up. And then he grabs both his arms and he puts them in a ring of Saturn while he's contorted up like this.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it was fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) It's a (laughs) brutal-looking move, but I was like, damn. And also, I love me some Rings of Saturn, so I can't complain. The two then fight for control with with Saber Jr. just continuously using Sammy's injured arm to get the edge on him whenever he can and whenever Sammy starts to make a comeback on him. The two Mm -hmm. then try to roll each other up here, and eventually Saber Jr. goes for a running uppercut. But Sammy turns around and catches him by both his arms, which... We've gone over with this. And it turns into a backslide pin. Mm-hmm. It, he kicks out of it. Sabre Jr. then gets hit with a curb stomp by Sammy. Sammy goes for a shooting star. Does the shooting star and straight whiffs. So he lands belly first onto the mat. And as soon as he hits this, Sabre Jr. Cr- transitions it into a cross arm, arm breaker. Immediately. Oh. Like, once he hits the ground, he locks it in. This is oh, something like man. Randy Orton onto Evan Bourne shooting star press shit right here.
1: Yeah, sounds like it. Oh awesome. God.
0: Sammy actually gets out of this with a buckle bomb, follows it with two double knees to Sabre Jr.'s face. Mm-hmm. Sammy goes for a 450, but again, Sabre Jr.'s prepared and gets the double knees up and hits a dragon suplex onto him, and when that doesn't finish him, hits Sammy with the, with the PK. I actually thought he was done here. I thought Sammy had lost, but he doesn't get the win off that either. He kicks out of it, and Sabre Jr. is flabbergasted. Commentary's <laughs> like, oh, shit, he beats him with people with that. Fuck! Sammy put up a fight. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the finish, where Sammy, where Sabre Jr. picks Sammy up and just uppercuts the shit out of him, and then mm-hmm. he goes to run at him, and Sammy just super kicks him in the face once, twice. He just keeps super kicking Sabre Jr. in the face until he's on his knees, and finally super kicks him in the face and knocks him down. Gets up to the top, and then hits it with his signature 630 centon for the win.
1: Nice. So Sammy Zane gets the win here. Yep.
0: Awesome. Sammy Zane putting out a fucking awesome match. And the best part about that was when he did the 630 commentary, was like, oh, he went for the 450. Oh, my God. What was that?
1: Was <laughs> he like, goes to the 450. Whoa. I was that like, that oh, was more shit. than it should have
0: been. I, I was like, that must have been, like, in my head, the way I'm, I'm, I am can, and is that's pre, so that's Sammy, like, doing the 630 before and then being like, yeah, I can fucking do this move, like, consistently.
1: I could do one more rotation. I got and this. Just
0: remember that years later in a match with against Darby Allen, he would do that exact <laughs> same move to him through a fucking table. On oh, national television. Yep. This match is fucking awesome. It gets a mark out from me. Love yeah, this goddamn match.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, this... sounds, it sounds like it was amazing.
0: I had this as like a mess slash mark out, but I'm going with the mark out, man. Like, I I fucking love this match. Yeah. Great right. showing by both guys. Loved it. <sighs> Sorry about that. That was, I, I did save be long, but whew.
1: Ah, oh, no worries, dude. No worries. You never have to pop off about a match you're excited about. That's always the fun of this show when mm-hmm. we just get to rant and rave about matches we love. All right, I'm ready. My body's ready. What we got? My second match is from Wrestle Circus. Ooh, let's go. We got ACH taking on Chris Hero. Oh, oh shit. Chris, Chris Hero. For those who don't know, uh, you may know him better as Cassius Ono from NXT. Uh, and I know he recently got released, and we haven't seen him in a while. Like, just even even Chris Hero, like like he hasn't been wrestling in a bit. Like, like, a, like um, I know he went to NXT, he showed up in UK,
0: I think then he got released, I don't know, but I know he has a subreddit for him where he's, like, pretty active on it, if I recall correctly, last time I heard anything about Hero, but yeah, I he's just been MIA for me, but, you know, I'm just hoping one day he gets back on the independent scene, I can watch more Chris' Hero matches, because I think he's awesome.
1: Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, especially, especially after I watched this one. This match was awesome, so I would love to see more of him. Uh, it starts off with some very solid chain wrestling, which is expected from uh ACH and Chris Hero two great grapplers. Uh there's some great in-ring banter. They like they like go back and forth the whole match. And it's very good. I
0: love banter. I love when wrestlers like really get it. There's anyway. one
1: point where um ACH tries to hit Hero with a shoulder block and Hero just and, it, and he just like bounces off Hero. And then Hero, Hero oh just Hero just goes, "Oh, oh, I was waiting for you to hit me with a shoulder thing and I didn't even feel it." Oh my god. And he's like and he's like, You want to try again there, Bun? And ACH is like, Yeah, yeah, okay, I will. So he like he like gets geared up and he runs and he hits him again and he just bounces off again and he's like, ooh. Ooh, man, yeah, that that one that one stung a little bit more. And then uh <laughs> when ACH gets pissed, so he goes he like gears up and he's like, You do one to me <laughs> And Hero's like, You want me to hit you me. And he like does like the He's like, okay. Uh, so he like, he like, uh, ACH like gets geared up. He like sits in the middle of the ring. He like tenses up, like gets ready to take the hit. Hero's mm-hmm. like getting the crowd going. He's like clapping, clapping. He like does the running in place thing. And then mm-hmm. he just, and then he just stops and just super kicks ACH. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <The>
0: classic <laughs> fake out.
1: Yeah. And then he just like puts his hair up. Like he just, it's just so funny. He was like getting it all, getting the crowd all geared up. And he's just like, nah, bam. <laughs> Uh that was really funny. Uh they they end up getting out to the outside at one point, uh and hero's on the outside and it looks like uh ACH getting ready for like a tope. Uh Mm -hmm. he runs across he runs on the ropes, hero goes like around to like dodge it, but then Mm -hmm. ACH stops, hops over the ropes, runs around the corner, like around the turnbuckle. And okay. gets on the apron on like the on like the uh, other side of the ring where Hero mm-hmm. is. And Hero just turns around. ACH just full-on rushes at him and just gives him a penalty kick that looked like it could go through like four people. Oh. <laughs> it sounded that one in the morning. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like a gunshot. Like it was loud. And ACH is in the ring afterwards, just like holding his foot, like, oh that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and hero, hero was just, like, on the ground on the outside, just, like, dead.
0: Oh, my God, that's... I like him still in the foot of, like, Oh, God, I punched him. I kicked him too hard. He's like, I kicked oh him God. so hard, that
1: hurt so bad! <laughs> then, the, yeah, uh, there was one... And then they uh, they get back on the outside. Uh, I think ACH goes back on the outside to catch Hiro. They start, like, punching each other on the outside a little bit. ACH is hitting chops, kicks, elbows. But Hero's still standing. Uh, and then ACH goes to hit him with one... Chris Hero just blocks it and just rocks ACH, Ooh. absolutely levels him. Yeah, that's the Chris Hero I expect to hear about. Yeah, Man, just straight levels with him with a right hand, and and ACH is just out cold. Like just he, he like his his head is just like underneath the ring. There was somebody, oh God. there was somebody in the crowd that was like, I think he's dead. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, oh I I God. miss I miss Wrestle Circus. That was that was something special.
0: Wrestle Circus is the promotion where we watched uh Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I've also wa- there was all uh I also watched in Wrestle Circus, I think it was MJF versus Leo Rush, which was awesome as well.
0: Mm, that sounds like a good ass match.
1: Yeah. No, it was Leo Rush it was MJF versus somebody. I think I I think it was, was it Leo Rush Sammy Guevara.
0: That's also a great match. <laughs> I think it was. If it exists, he's going away at it, folks.
1: Yeah, I'm in. I'm in research mode now.
0: I Russell Circus. Literally, I've only watched one match, and it was Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jervis, which is hilarious. And the crowd was awesome for that match. so I assume that the crowd was usually pretty good for these types of matches.
1: Was it this one? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was that because that match doesn't look like it exists. I forgot who it was though. I think it might. it, It was Leo Rush versus another high flyer, and it was very good.
0: Sound. I mean, Leo Rush is great. So. Russell Circus,
1: yeah. Um. Anyway, back back to what we were doing. So ACH, ACH Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. This match was super sick. There was there was another spot that I loved that was really funny where uh A C H was like getting in some hits, some back and forth, and uh Hero was a little woozy, and then A C H goes behind him, goes to do like a German. Yeah. And Hero's face just like, just like goes like. <sighs> you really think you could do this, man? <laughs> ACH goes to lift him. He gets him, like, a little bit off the ground, and Hero's just like... Like, absolutely no facial expression at all. Just completely, like, no-selling it. Just, like, whatever. So, like,
0: so you've chosen death.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, like, he elbows him off. Uh, and then ACH gets gets back at him, goes for it again. Hero, again, stone-faced, because he's like, he's not going to be able to lift me. <laughs> and then, like, he just hits him with, like, a snap, and just like, whap!
0: Oh, hero lands Ooh. right, like
1: Stop. almost on the, like right, perfectly on his shoulders. It was crazy, uh, damn dude. It was super, super quick. It was really funny though, how hero was just like completely like, oh no, he's not gonna be able to lift me. And then Ach is like, try me, bitch, and just wow, <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, then there was one point where hero throws like Ach out, but he gets he, he catches himself on the apron, and he hits like mm-hmm. one of those rope-assisted instagories. But yeah. before he does. I'm pretty sure he just yells Falcon kick and then just does it. <laughs> and I was like, did he just, and then right after that, hero's a little woozy and, uh, ACH goes for like, uh, uh, like a through the ropes DDT or something. Mm-hmm. And he yells, get over here. <laughs> so He's ACH a man just man like taste. randomly starts busting out video game references. And I was like, Oh sick. <laughs> this man
0: has taste in video game. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, did he just, were those? Cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, uh, there was one, there was one point, And then after that, he gets up on the top rope to go for a 450, uh, mm-hmm. which he hits. But Chris Hero, as he's coming down, Chris Hero grabs him by the neck and hits yeah. him with like a suplex neck breaker. I, it was like, it was like a crazy neck breaker where he just does, he basically Wait. just does a suplex. Yeah. But You know how like usually they hook him by the head and then like put their arm over and do the mm-hmm. suplex. It was a suplex except he didn't put the arm over he just had him by the head.
0: Oh.
1: And he just like rips him over and like spins. So it was like a neck it was like a combination neck breaker suplex.
0: I think I know what you, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it
1: was very cool looking. Hero goes for the pin, doesn't get it. Uh ACH kicks out. Everyone was the, the crowd pops off. Uh then mm-hmm. then there was a point where Hero gets uh ACH in like uh styles clash position. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it looks like, like, he has him, just like the Styles Clash. And then he does, he, like, looks in the, he, like, has his big smirk on his face, he looks at the crowd, he does the part where he puts his legs, like, around them, so Mm -hmm. everyone thinks he's going for the Styles Clash. And then you hear one person in the crowd just go, no, don't do it, it's too dangerous! (laughs) (laughs) And then he just flips them off and hits a pile driver. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Then there's then after that, uh, hero's like just dragging, dragging ACH around. He yells mm-hmm. to one fan in the crowd who like brought like a crown with them, like, a, like a, yeah. they were wearing like a crown. Mm-hmm. And he goes, It was like a fabric crown though, so it wasn't like a hard, it was just like a foam, like whatever. Yeah, not foam. Yeah, what You get it. Uh, he goes, y- Can I have that like real quick? And the fan's like, Yeah, sure. Just takes it off, like folds it up and like frisbees it to him mm-hmm. and catches it he doesn't catch it but that's not a big deal. Uh he he grabs it. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Hero puts the crown on ACH's head while he's all groggy against the ropes and he just goes, "Give up while you're ahead." And then just like uh-huh. loads up a right and just mm-hmm. punches here and punches ACH so hard that the crown just flies back into the crowd.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: like absolutely levels him.
0: I guess he shouldn't lose his head.
1: Da 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 da. But <laughs> <laughs> uh This match was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. The, uh, but uh ACH does end up getting back into it, uh knocking taking out Chris Hero, getting the four fifty again, but this time it gets the one, two, three, and uh ACH ends up winning this match. Nice.
0: Good big one for ACH.
1: Yeah, yeah. This match was super good. I uh I went into this match with like not really expecting much, but then coming out pretty surprised. I guess not. I guess that's a lie because I—it's ACH. I always expect a lot from him because he's just awesome. <laughs> uh, but this match was really good. Uh, whatever expectations I had were kind of blown out of the water. Uh, especially, I, I don't know. I was just—I was just very impressed by it. Uh, I think <sighs> I'm very much—I'm very much debating between High and Markout. But Ooh, I. Oh wow. Oof. I'll I'll stick with the high mat. I don't think it popped me off very hard, but I will say I was very impressed and it was very good. Uh, mm. it, it didn't it didn't like completely snap that threshold for me. Uh, mm. but it was it that. was it was still very good matchup. These two were very entertaining. The banter was great. It kept me in it a little more. It made it a lot more interesting. Um, and I really like this one. So uh, yeah, this is a high mat ACH versus Chris here from Wrestle Circus. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss, like I said, I miss Russell Circus. They, 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 they put on some like hidden gems of matches.
0: Whatever happened to them, anyway? I mean, they're they're obviously not a thing anymore. But wh- why?
1: They they ran out of money. Fair they enough. Were, they were streaming for free on Twitch, and like their oh. their in person sales just weren't keeping high enough. Their subs weren't enough on Twitch. They just weren't making oh. enough money. That's sad. Unfortunately, it, it does suck. I do, I do miss Wrestle Circus. I hope one day they get a chance to come back. And uh Who really knows? really maybe blow they,
0: everyone away. Maybe they will.
1: Yeah. Especially especially with how much bigger streaming is. I feel like they would have such a such a bigger audience too. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the match. Now that we've both shared both of our matches, uh let's get into the one we both took a look at this week. Oh boy. Uh, and this this is from uh FCP Project Mayhem 8. We have Cara Noir taking on Speedball Mike Bailey got this match what a match this was Zach you want to tell us a little bit about it
0: all right so this match starts off Mike Bailey coming out he's in his cr- traditional karate gi if you know anything about Mike Bailey he's very much like the the guy dressed up in the karate outfit with his amazing offense the man is known for his strikes and his athleticism Mike Bailey is awesome and he comes out to brass monkey by Beastie boys yes brass monkey that chunky monkey. <laughs> which is very funny to me I was literally, I was like, you know, this wasn't the music I was
1: expecting from Mike Bailey, but I like it. Exactly. I wasn't expecting it, but did I love it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then in comes Cara Noir with all of his Phantom of the Opera and just dramatic theater-like entrance that you would expect from Cara Noir. And it's hilarious because while he's doing this entrance, Bailey is so freaked out, he jumps out of the ring and is on the entrance trampling. What the fuck? What the hell is that? So much so that when they're announcing each competitor, and is in the ring, and he's done his bow, he's taken his mask off. The guy announces car and then he goes, from the entrance ramp, Speedball, Mike Bailey. And he's like, he's just on the ramp, like, yeah. looking at cars It's like a, what the fuck am I about to wrestle right now?
1: yeah, awesome. right? Like, like, I what loved is, how much he hams that up.
0: Yeah. I loved it. Because Carr had just had this big grin on his face, and I was just like, oh, he's playing the mind games. Yep, can get living inside living inside Mike Bailey's head red free this match, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like the match is about to start, and Speedball walks over, he bows, he does the traditional thing you do before, any spar match you want, the handshake from your opponent, just the honorable thing, and Kara, like <laughs> he just wants Kara He's begging him, and Kara's like Cara- theatrically but exaggerating, like drawing it out, like
1: putting his hand down and then swerving it up. <laughs> Kara makes this Kara builds up for this handshake for, like, three minutes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's just like, and oh. Progressively. <laughs> also, you can hear, like, the crowd, like, in the background, like, a little bit. Like, just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Like, every time he, like, swoops around his hand.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, Bailey, the whole time, it's like, please,
1: just shake please, my hand just... so I, we can just I want... wrestle. <laughs> I want to start this match. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, and then I love it how he finally gets his handshake, he goes back to the ring, the match starts, Carr turns around, and Bailey just jumps car. He's like, yeah. he's done with this shit.
1: <laughs> Bailey he just gets just right up on him.
0: Beats him down, knocks him to the mat, kicks the rope in frustration, and with that, the match finally starts. Finally. And I'm gonna say, right off the bat, this match, this is a hard-hitting, but weird match that I really liked. And you'll see why it's weird the second.
1: yeah. Uh, this was this match was insane. These two, these two both have such a a unique arsenal of moves, mm-hmm. and when you put them together in a match like this, it just lets them both get even more creative yeah. and do like even wackier and wilder things to each other. Mm-hmm. And it was it really made for a special match yeah like it starts out
0: like a bit tame like you know like bailey's just hitting car over and over again and car like is selling it exaggeratingly and like kind of mocking bailey mm-hmm. and eventually he seriously starts to strike back and knocks bit ba- and like is knocking bailey down the two of them like have a back and forth until bailey drop kicks uh car in the face and sends him to the outside and he goes for a suicide dive and fakes out car and then does this really like just i just love how hammy he did it of like this um A bow and then a half-ass ballerina twirl in the middle of the ring to mock (laughs) Kara.
1: Yeah, and uh, that gets Kara mad. So when Mm -hmm. Mike Bailey goes back to like do like a tope or something or go on the ropes, Kara just catches him and just traps him in the top rope Mm -hmm. and gets him all tangled up. But then Kara doesn't do anything to capitalize on that. All he does is just crawl up to Bailey while he's stuck in the ropes and just lick his face.
0: He, like, rubs his face all over Bailey's body. Like, Bailey's literally hanging upside down in the ropes, like, freaking out as Kara's licking his body and his face. Yup. And it's hilarious, because he gets up, and he turns around, and he's got a big-ass white mark of paint on his cheek, on his chest, and he is livid again. Yes, he's like, yes, How he's dare to you? very angry. Like, <laughs> 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 he briefly, like, oh, my God. So, like, Car gets uh, Bailey in a hold, though. He like gets him in like this like butterfly position where he's like pushing his knees onto car onto a uh, Bailey's knees and he's got him pinned. Mm-hmm. He gets so Bailey gets out of this and we- at this point in the match I'm like, oh yeah, don't both these guys that wear any wear any boots. And then we get to the point where Bailey grabs Kara's foot as he goes to kick him, and he just loudly slaps the bottom of his foot, which I was like, oh that's pins and needles right on your feet. Yep. And then Carr does the same thing, and I'm like, "What the hell is this match?"
1: And they just keep going back and forth. They just have like a like a chop, like a like the chop battles, but instead of like on their chest, they just keep chopping the bottom of each other's feet. Yeah. Which it also, I think it's so funny that um, Mike Bailey wears kick pads, but he doesn't wear boots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. From what I've heard, from I think it was Kip Saban when he had Sammy Guevara on his show. Uh, Bailey's really good at his kicks because for some reason, like, because he does his kicks so well executed and, like, the kick passes and hurt stuff, the kicks never really hurt that much. And I remember that, uh, Kip Sabian said Bailey did one singular kick to him, like, one kick that was, like, not the correct way to take it. And all he he said that when the match finished at backstage, his chest was just red and blue from, like, the one kick that was just the wrong way it was supposed to go.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Bailey's good at what he does. Like, like, I I feel like Bailey... Like, Bailey, definitely, you could tell, actually, that, that gi he comes in in isn't just for show. Oh, yeah. Clearly like, this... clearly he's done some some studying of martial mm-hmm. arts because he when has this... incredible knowledge. This man's got the Daniel Bryan kicks, which means he doesn't
0: slap his thigh when he kicks people. Like, he kicks them, and the sound you hear is legit his foot hitting their chest. Mm-hmm. And it is
1: loud. Yeah, yeah, Bailey's very good at what he does.
0: <laughs> so, uh, after this, them smacking each other at the bottom of each other's feet, Bailey gets the uh, upper hand on Car after he drops him to the ground and then drops two knees on his chest. Mm-hmm. The two then strike off with each other, this time hitting, like, two near-identical offensive maneuvers on each other, almost. Yeah. But again, Bailey ends up on top, hitting. this time hitting—oh, my God. I said he ends it with an otherworldly standing corkscrew shooting star onto Kara, which always looks fucking nutty to me because it looks like he's defied gravity for three seconds and then just lands, and gravity's like, all right, you had that pass.
1: Yeah, you no more. <laughs> we'll give you a pass this one time this one time
0: in this match you may do this move (laughs) and then I love how he hits it he's like yeah I'm the shit and then Kara immediately responds by shotgun drop kicking him into the corner again yes and the two then get back into another back and forth Kara clothes lines Bailey to the ground and knocks them both down Kara goes for his sleeper finisher which thankfully since I've watched so many Kara Noir matches I was like oh shit he's locking that in but Bailey turns it into a pin Mm -hmm. kicks the shit out of Kara (laughs) for that. And then backflip double knees onto him again. Yes. Oh, oh, what else is there? There's this really cool spot here where, like, Bailey goes to kick Kara again, and Kara, like, smoothly reacts to it by just kicking out the standing leg he's on, and just knocks him down to the ground. And then follows it up by a headbutt, which knocks them both down. Yes. And I love how... (laughs) I just like how the facts, like, because the two have already chopped the shit out of each other's chest, they're like, fuck it. We can do the chest, the, the, their feet. They're like, let's chop each other's chest, too. And they just chop the shit out of each
1: other. We, like, we've chopped each other's chests. We've chopped each other's feet enough. Let's do the chest now.
0: Sure, like the old classic. <laughs> Kara gets Bailey in another, in the sleeper hold again. And in order to count us, we get this really scary spot. Oh, my God. I'm remembering how scary this match was at points. Where Bailey runs out of the ropes at Carr still on his back and dumps them both to the outsides. Not that scary, but it's mm-hmm. a bit scary. Yeah, so but
1: then th- this is the fun part where they're on the outside. Th- this is the crazy yeah. sequence that I was dying to talk about. I was like, I was like waiting. I was like, I was like, please, I want to talk about this so bad. Uh, so
0: yeah, Bailey gets up, puts Kara in the ring, and then we get to this series of really scary but nutty looking spots from Kara.
1: Yeah, so it starts. I'll off, let you start. Yeah, we'll it's. I show. think. I think it's, it's the one I'm talking about. It's the one where Bailey is like on the apron. Mm-hmm. And then yep. Kara just runs from across the ring, like just like vertical leaps over the ropes <laughs> and gives Bailey a hurricane rana to the outside.
0: Yep. And he doesn't fully rotate and lands shoulderslash head first onto the outside, which I was like, Oh my god. I'm like, Are you fine? He's obviously fine. This uh, was a while good. ago. But God was that scary. Yeah, so but then Kara... Bailey
1: but then Bailey doesn't just give in to that. He Bailey gets up runs into the ring runs to the apron gets up on the turnbuckle and hits a moonsault to car yeah. he
0: yeah it's like he jumps he goes to the corner jumps up and then just moonsaults out onto him and then he throws car into the ring and car doesn't want to get one up again so he hits his own back from the ring while Bailey's posing on the outside, mm-hmm. except Kara doesn't fully flip, and he lands on his head and neck first onto the apron, and I was fucking terrified because I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Are you okay?"
1: Yeah. But after all this wild, after all this wildness, that last cone he low from Kara uh, uh, Noir it ends this ends this crazy spot, and these two are just laying on the outside of the ring. Uh, the ref insane. the ref starts his count. Twenty, I think. They almost get 20, to twenty. Yeah. They got to nineteen and then they both go to slide in and uh Bailey goes Bailey... to uh, Bailey like rips Cara Noir back and yeah. tries to slide in the ring, but then Kara Noir just grabs Bailey by the feet and just rips him down.
0: Yeah, like he stops for seconds. So the ref's like, we gotta get him back in the ring, and Bailey's like, what? what? And then he just gets thrown into the fucking apron. <laughs> yup.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Oh my
0: god. So <laughs> the two both get on the apron and then proceed to take turns kicking the shit out of each other. Like they're literally like chess first away from the apron, just kicking the shit, taking turns hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Until Car catches Bailey's foot and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna play more mind games with you and he bites Bailey's foot. Chum- and then Bailey, at this point, is like, fuck it, we're getting, we're weird at this point, fuck it. And he just grabs Car <laughs> yeah. when he tries to kick him and he just bites his own foot, his-, his foot. I
1: do love Bailey just like accepting it. Just like, yeah. yeah, you know what, fuck it, yeah, we're getting weird. Fuck
0: it, I'll still kick the shit out of you. And then, he puts, the, they put it, he puts his foot down. The two of them try to kick each other at the same time. They both catch each other's feet and then bite each other's feet again. Yep. And then Bailey kicks out Kara's leg, does the backflip double knees onto Car's chest again, which never stops looking cool, just because it's just a really nice-looking move. It never, it never stops looking cool. Yep. Bailey then hits Car with a modified torture rack into a driver, but he doesn't get the pin. He's very frustrated by this, so he goes over to Car in the corner and just stomps him just completely stomps the shit out of him. Yeah. A gl- put, hits him with a glory, uh, what is it, um, oh my god, what's the name of the, with the, when the New Day did it back when they were still the New Day, like, the three-man <sighs> version? That's a glory something, it's like a stomping a glory hole or something like that. I have no idea. That's something like, it's like a, they call it the unicorn stampede.
1: Oh, stomping a mud hole?
0: Yes, that's the word. But yeah, yeah. it's just like a, because it's something about a glory, I don't know, I can't remember the entire thing, this bit's gone too long.
1: Fair enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, Bailey sets Car up in the corner for something, but Carr gets out of it, so whatever it was, we'll never know. And then this sets off this chain of counters and reversals and strikes between the two, which finally ends with an amazing Spanish fly by Bailey onto Kara. Very good. Very
1: good. Yeah, it was I like remember... it was like a weird Spanish fly though, because it wasn't like it was like a twisting Spanish like it was, it was like, like, like
0: a... <sighs> It's it's kinda of like a like the way I put it is like the two of them cross bodied each other, but instead of just hitting each other and falling to the ground, they spun.
1: It was like a, you know what? It, you know what it reminded me of? It was like a Spanish fly, but instead of like yeah. doing the backflip, it was like a Spanish fly power slam. Yes, almost.
0: yes, that's a good way of describing. Like it. Like that actually, Randy yes.
1: Orton like power slam where he like spins them around. It was like mm-hmm. that, except in the air. <laughs> exactly.
0: That looked fucking awesome. I remember thinking to myself, yeah, Mikey will probably really probably really like that because I know you're a fan of the Spanish fly.
1: Yes, that was one. Of, that was a very very cool spot in this match that I did I did enjoy a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh oh my god!
1: What else we have? <laughs>
0: So, Bailey goes for the suplex, but Kara counters it with a snap neckbreaker, which always looks brutal no matter what. Any, anytime anyone does it, where like they snap them, they hit them with a neckbreaker and then snap and sit on the ground when they do it. Mm-hmm. Always looks nasty. So, then we get to the part where Bailey goes. Ba- <laughs> so, Bailey swings, Carr fakes it out and dodges it, and then just licks Bailey in the face. Yeah. And then Bailey grabs Kara's face and just licks his face. They're just the licking two then, each other's
1: faces. They're
0: it's just fine. licking each other's faces and like Bailey's like, oh stop, stop. And then Carr like at one point like just like goes to <laughs> Carl wins it, by the way, by like like he like gets Bailey on like his knee and like pushes his head face back and just licks all the way up like up near his eye or something like that. And I was just like, what the fuck is yep. this?
1: Yep. Noir is a nutty person. Bailey tries to clothesline him, but Carr hits a snap German on him, which looked awesome. And that and that he... scared the hell out of me. I thought I thought
0: Bailey landed directly on his neck. Oh, my God. And then he hits into an Ushiguroshi right after that. I was just like, Jesus Christ, y'all. You two... Oh, no. Oh, guys... this is the part where I was also scared for Kara again. So, Kara goes for a package pile driver, but Bailey gets out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You two are they're kicks...
1: literally going to kill each other.
0: Yep, because he kicks out Kara's leg, kicks him in the face, goes for a springboard moonsault. Kara kicks him out of the air, and I think to myself, oh, that was an awesome spot. And then Bailey lands on Kara, and his feet just kick Kara in the back then. And I'm at this point... For me, Kara's fallen on his head twice now. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my god, stop. Stop doing
1: this. Please stop. Please.
0: God, it was giving me some New Japan flashbacks, and I'm like, you need to stop landing on your neck right now, please. But not as bad. (laughs) Please, please stop landing on your neck. Please, I beg of you. Oh my god. So, and then Kara just doesn't let it get get the better of him, and immediately just picks Bailey up and hits an enormous package pile driver onto him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Bailey kicks out of this, of course. So Kara cinches in a rear naked choke again, which is his finish. But Bailey kicks out, gets out of it, kicks Carr in the face, and then Carr goes for a drop kick, and he just kicks him out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's this sixth spot where Bailey goes for a spinning roundhouse kick. It's like a full on, like full full rotation, like gonna take his head off. Some mm-hmm. trouble in paradise shit here. Car catches him out of it into a rear naked choke, which was so clean and so smooth that I was like, damn, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then Car does let go for a moment, only to beat the shit out of Bailey and put him in it again, and then we get to the finish finally. So Bailey is still in this chokehold, and he gets Car in the corner, and Car, of course, is forced to go to the top rope because he wants to keep the hold cinch chain. He gets up, and he pulls Bailey up, and he's, like, really choking him, but he has to let go eventually. And this gives Bailey the opportunity to hit a... One-winged angel, basically, for a near-fall, which I thought was the finish. I was like, oh my god, he actually fucking kicked out of it. He was as surprised as I was. And then he immediately followed it up by hitting the ultimate weapon, which if y'all don't know, because Car-, so Car is getting up, he's got himself bent over with his back over. The ultimate weapon is when Mike Bailey does a shooting star, and he lands both of his, the back, both of his knees onto his opponent's back and knocks him to the ground. Yeah, Hopefully.
1: it's a, a shooting star meteora. Yeah, yes, it's, that's a good way
0: of actually yeah, that's a really good way of describing it actually.
1: It's a it's a shooting star meteora called the ultimate weapon. It's if very, you, very sick.
0: If you go to Mike Bailey's Twitter, you'll he has like a pinned tweet to show off the move.
1: It's a fucking awesome finisher. Yeah, it, it rules. rules. Uh <laughs> but yeah, that does get him the win. Uh and this huh. ma- this match finally comes to an end. These two Mikey, can breathe. What do you think of that match? <laughs> I mean it was a mark out. Oh yeah. Easy markout. I I don't think I don't think I've watched a single Mike Bailey match that wasn't a markout out or like five stars in my mind. Every time I watch Mike Bailey, I'm blown away. This is a win for me because I've seen
0: a total of two matches with Mike Bailey. Three? No, yeah, two. One was with Walter, and there's this one, and he has put out a very good show every time. And I love Car Noir. I, I I there's one person that I'm glad that I've seen on this show a lot is one of my favorites. I fucking love Cara Noir. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a match be so weird, but so well executed and hard hitting and brutal. <laughs> so weird, but loved. so good. Like, like I, I glossed over a lot, and so did Mike and I, but like they these kicks were fucking brutal. And yeah. And outside of the three spots I think I mentioned were like they didn't fully rotate, like all the spots were clean as hell between these two. Mm-hmm. Love this match. It's an easy markup for me. Agreed. Definitely very easy mark out. I also liked how when they left, Mike Bailey left, and he was like, yeah, and Carr walked out, and he suddenly just got a pair of roses from someone in the crowd. I was like, okay, cool. I like how the two of them had their little sign of respect there. It was nice. This is a, this is a great match. Oh my god. I, I'm... I need to sit down for a second. I, I am sitting. I yeah. need to lay down for a
1: second after yeah. that. Okay, okay. Well, well, I'll give you a second to recover as we go into the Double Down. The Double Down. It's now
0: time to find out if
1: the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the Double Down. Back to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> back to the ground. <laughs> this, is the, this is the segment of the show where we take a flashback to last week and we uh, check out matches from each other's perspectives. Uh, right now, I, I think the match you gave me, we'll, 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 get right into it. We'll give you a chance to lay down. We'll get into the match you gave me this week, which was Adam Pierce versus Adam Page from Ring of Honor. Ugh, yeah. I remember I liked this match quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. This match was pretty good. Uh, these two absolutely just, went, just went at it. Like it, like it was the, it was young Adam Page learning how to, learning how to be a wrestle boy from a lot of veterans. Like he had all of his coaches, uh, mm-hmm. Adam Pierce was trying to be a dickhead. Like everyone was just being a dick to Adam Page. I felt like this time around, and I felt so bad. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, they were.
1: Uh, there, like Pierce was playing super dirty this whole time. He does the handshake and he and gets Page off guard with a sucker punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being a dick to the crowd. He's being a dick to the ref. Adam Page is just being a dick to everybody.
0: Not Adam oh, Page. Yeah.
1: Adam Pierce is just being yeah, a dick to I, everybody.
0: It's a miracle that I barely I, I messed up as many times it's very easy to get their names messed up i just did it again yeah. yeah i think i remember saying like the like adam pearson the fucking ref had like this fucking mini rivalry that i love he was just
1: like you bitch you fucking bitch let me win <laughs> dirty yeah um so oh man the when when Pierce was being an absolute, I don't know. Pierce just being an absolute dickhead was just so funny to me, like the whole time. I loved it. Like no matter what, and I love and I love like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Adam Page with his like plain, his plain black trunks and his mm-hmm. plain black boots with his stupid little haircut, <laughs> being like, "I'm gonna be the best wrestler." He's doing yeah. like he's doing drop kicks, and Pierce is mm-hmm. just like, "Can we get this match over with? Get this kid back to the back." <laughs> his garbage it's past his bedtime
0: or something i don't
1: know like
0: oh, it's such a piercing to say based on how he was in this match
1: yeah i uh, i thought it was i thought it was a good a good uh uh story point that Paige kept getting distracted by his coach on the outside yeah he, the like, one that he, he uh liked a lot right yeah he kept like looking for advice and it kept messing with his match, because he kept looking away from Pierce, who was just able to get the upper hand when when Paige wasn't paying attention. There was one spot where it looked like Paige was finally getting some offense in, uh, but then, again, he looks to his coach and was a little distracted, and Pierce turns him absolutely inside out with a lariat. Oh, I remember that. And it looked like he, like, when I say it looked like he got turned inside out, it literally looked like he got turned, like, inside out, and his Mm -hmm. muscles were just on the outside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) fatality get yeah, literally um but page does end up coming back adam pierce goes for a uh a power bomb when and Roderick strong comes out and distracts him pierce then gets distracted by Roderick strong which is an interesting turn of events because we had page getting distracted the whole match but as soon as pierce gets distracted page is able to reverse a power bomb into a pin attempt and gets the one two three and ends up mm-hmm. winning this one uh i like this match it, yeah, was it was good, it was solid it was it sh- it really showed off the the experience difference between uh Paige and pierce uh and it really show- it really gave like the vibe of like them trying to initiate Paige into ring of honor you know mm mm-hmm. uh I liked it. I don't think it was a markout though it was like meh for me it was like fine it was cool fair the enough. story the story was good, but the wrestling wasn't anything special it was like fine uh so yeah, I give it a meh fair enough. So let's get into the match I gave you to watch, which I believe was Wheeler Utah versus Lee Moriarty from Beyond Wrestling. Correct. Cool. All right, I'm getting my second win.
0: All right, I'm going to get right wins! into this. Second win, baby. All right, let's go. All right, this match was so ridiculously smooth that you could probably eat food off the floor would be shined on. This thing was so technical, just so well done, I loved it. A lo- I loved it
1: yeah this match was uh baby oil smooth dude.
0: basically yeah like this shit was like you just took some wax to the floor and just shined it and it's like
1: holy fuck yeah yeah it was it was a p- very 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 good match
0: yeah so for my little bit uh this beginning of the match basically sums up how well versed and trained these two are because like Basically, like, if you look at this match and you're, like, looking for high action, you might think to yourself, oh, there's not a lot of action going on, they're not really doing a lot, but when you look really close into this match for, like, the technical stuff, you think to yourself, mm-hmm. you, you realize just how damn good each wrestler is. Like, there's one spot in particular, like, that at first glance doesn't look very hard, but when you think about it, it's just like, damn, that's, that was a really, that's actually a cool-ass spot that I thought they executed really well. It was the spot where um, Moriari's got Yuta's hands pinned to the mat, right? Yes, and Yuda has to arch his back to avoid getting pinned because, like, he can't like he he doesn't want to get pinned. Obviously, so Moriarty uh, balances. Yeah, that's his,
1: usually the, so the goal.
0: Moriarty hops up and balances his knees on Yuda's stomach, mm-hmm. and is able to like hold that position and knee Yuda's legs to knock him down. Which, like, at first glance, you think to yourself, "Oh, it's not that hard." But when you think about it, he had to hold him up in the air, use all his core to hold him there, and Moriarty had to have the balance to not fall off the moment that he lifted him up in the air, and it just. From that point on, man, like, it was just great. Yeah, but yeah, I you could tell
1: that these two were just like mm. really putting all of, of what they had into this one. Yep. It was so. I like
0: the submission off between the two of them after that was really cool. With like lee's from Lee's slick transition from a surfboard to a fujiwara to Yuta quickly escaping it and putting him into a deathlock right afterwards. Mm-hmm. I love. I thought that Yuta going for the ropes the moment Lee countered the deathlock was a really nice touch because it just showed how not only how smart Yuta is at wrestling, but how much he respected Lee's ability to really hinder him with that hold yes the match then pops off right after that funnily enough and we Mm -hmm. get some really nice uh fast-paced action between the two of them i liked how moriarty countered a fairly normal spot where one wrestler just leaps up frogs over another one then rolls backwards into like a wheelbarrow position Mm -hmm. for like like a bulldog or something like that and instead of that sees yuda go for a backflip and then immediately just flips onto him to roll him up for a second thought that was sick like, that's yes. just, like, smart Very ring cool. maneuver. Showed how it gave Yuta, like, a, oh, shit, Yuta was right to fear this man's ability. I like it was how, right uh... to be scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, uh, let's see. Uh, then after that, I think it was Moriarty starts to work over Yuta's arm for a bit. And then uh, the clothesline that Yuta did to get on Moriarty to get a comeback looked great. Like, I think he turned Moriarty inside out. Mm-hmm. The next thing which really caught my eye was just how Moriarty stopped Yuta's offense it was just this awesome Hurricane run into a Fujiwara armbar where he literally spun all the way around him into the arm bar. Like, that was some Daniel Bryan Yeslock shit, nah, and Gary Gargano, like, Gargano escape. Just some beautiful, just great... Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. I liked the... Uh, so then Moriarty hit a sick combination of kicks that ended with probably the most unique European uppercut I've ever seen. Like, the dude literally knocked Yuta to his knees... Used his shoulders as a jumping point to push off him, and then he uppercutted him.
1: Yes, it was. This match was just full of like very unique offense, very unique
0: it. offense, very technical, very just smooth. Another yeah. thing I liked was how once Yuta kicked out of this, Moriarty immediately locked in the arm bar, which I always like because it's like a wrestler's smart. They gave himself. I'm not going to let you recover. Fuck off. You could get out of that. I'm putting you in another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the roll off, the roll up off the two of them had. Just because of how cool it looked and how clean the execution of it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, finally...
1: These, these, it, it was absolutely bonkers to me how smooth and how clean and how precise every single move was in this match.
0: It really was. Like, they put on a fucking clinic. And they finally, did. I really, really loved the, how unique but brutal the submission Yuta used to win was. That yes. shit, I've never seen that shit. That looks awesome. That's like it's like getting someone into a fucking clover leaf, but then putting them in the like the tombstone like clover leaf looking hold. I was just like, that is a fucking hold right there.
1: Yeah, that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. Loved it.
0: For me, I think I'm gonna give this match a. I think I'm gonna give it a high meh. because I remember when I finished this match, I didn't feel like a markup, but i remember thinking to myself that was really that satisfying was really to watch. Really good, yeah. That was a really satisfying match.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Like, yeah. I, I
0: understand that. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's a good match. Like, it's recent too. It's like during the COVID era. Like, they're on like a what is it? They're on like a they're on like yeah. A it was
1: block. it was um it was a Beyond Wrestling event. It was uh, one of those outdoor events. I think it was like wear Sunscreen. I think it was from wear sunscreen.
0: Yeah, it would make sense. They were on like a boardwalk. It was hot as hell, according to the commentators.
1: It it was two weeks' notice. Sorry. Yes,
0: two weeks' notice. Yes. December twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Damn, that is cutting it fucking close.
1: No, that, that that's when it got uploaded. Oh, this match was I... in this match was in the summer. You could tell because they're outside. If this match was, if they were wrestling outside in December, I would be impressed.
0: <laughs> God, that would be fucking freezing, now, wouldn't it?
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. It was probably, yeah, but it was probably hot as hell, and the ring was black. Oof. Oh my god, yeah, you're Oof. right, holy shit. Oof. Oof. Taking taking bumps on that must have been miserable, or just, like, laying oh, on that for, like, extended periods of time must have been awful. Bro, doing, like, the
0: submissions they must have done must have been so irritating, because, like, they're probably sweaty, and it's probably easy to slip off of doing shit. Mm-hmm. Just I think they mentioned that in impressive. the match
1: at one point, where it's, like, yeah, it's, like, these th- it's like harder for these two to get to, to get submission holds in, because they're just sweaty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do recall the announcers talking about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good match. Indeed, indeed. All right. Uh, so that that does it for another episode of Independent Waters. Uh, thank you all again for listening and tuning in. We really love. We really appreciate all of our listeners, and we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week to listen to me and me and Zach rant about independent wrestling. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, if if you if you want more of this, subscribe to this this feed or the Count Out Family feed the Count Network feed where we uh we upload this every single Wednesday so come back next week for more independent wrestling and if you're interested in more more wrestling content go check out the rest of the Count Network we have shows like Hit the Books how to talk to your friend about wrestling uh how- your dose of death so whatever whatever flavor of wrestling you like we probably have a podcast for uh G1 and only another one uh so we we have a flavor we have a flavor for everything here here on the uh Counton Network. So if you if you like wrestling content, definitely go subscribe to the uh the mother the mo- the mothership feed of uh Countout Network where we have all of our podcasts over there. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. They get all kinds of video content uh which is also very cool. And you can go check out our website for everything else that has to do with this podcast this podcast net this podcast network. Uh everything has to do with the host, the different we have archives, all kinds of stuff, articles now. Uh so go check it out over there whenever you get the chance. And follow us on Twitter if you want to hear our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. And uh we this is where we like to interact with our fans most of the time. Uh we're big we're big Twitter users, so if you ever wanna interact with us or if you wanna join the network, if you're an upcoming uh writer or podcaster who wants a uh start in the in the in the podcast world, uh hit us up on Twitter. Uh we'll, we'll be happy to help. we'll we'll talk we'll talk we'll we'll talk (laughs) uh (laughs) so yeah uh i think that's and and if you're into video games you can go follow me on twitch.tv says sigil skyfish wink (laughs) (laughs) but i think that about wraps it up for this episode of independent waters thank you all again for listening and that that leaves me with one thing left to say and that is remember there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there
0: so never stop exploring (laughs)